All right. Uh, hello, friends and listeners, and welcome to episode seven of season two of the podcast, our acronym for Collective Advice for CRM in Higher Education. I'm Haley Gould, a co-host of the podcast podcast with Frank Montoya. Uh, as the director of CRM and engagement services at Smith College over in Western Massachusetts, I lead our enterprise Salesforce team focused on Salesforce events and part out for marketing. I've got a team of four and we're just having a great time over here. Frank, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners today? Uh, hello, all, and good morning or good afternoon, depending on, or good evening, depending on <laughs> right? whatever time it is that you're listening to this. Anyway, Frank Montoya, Arizona State University. I am the product owner and manager of the Enterprise Salesforce CRM instance here at ASU, and also the product owner manager for the Marketing Cloud, uh, Enterprise Marketing Cloud implementation um, here at ASU. So I've been a member of the Higher Ed Advisory Council now for three years, and I've been uh, recently involved in working with leadership across the university in trying to understand what the CRM footprint and strategy needs to be for ASU. So a lot going on this summer, but excited to be here. Um, and uh, we will continue. And I will turn this over to you, Haley, for the famous disclaimer. <laughs> we do love that disclaimer, don't we? <laughs> uh, so before we get started, uh, I want to be sure we start out with our disclaimer, our opening statement, which is that here on the podcast, all questions and opinions shared are our own, as are the opinions and answers shared by our guests. This podcast has grown out of efforts by the Higher Education Advisory Council, where we aim to provide context and experiences to help you in your journey with Salesforce. Please make all purchasing decisions with the products and features that currently exist today and with the help of your account and success representatives from salesforce.org. Whew, I haven't said that one in a while. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, let's kick this off, Frank. How about it? All right, let's go. So our guest today, happy to bring to you Brandel Unquidge from the University of Iowa. Welcome, Brandel. We're going to have a great conversation today. So excited to hear from you. Um, I'm going to turn it over to you and ask you to kind of introduce yourself now. Talk to us about your role, length of time with Salesforce. And, you know, I hear you're an accidental admin. So we would love to hear that story. Awesome. Well, it's great to be here. So I, like Frank said, my name is Brandel and I am the Salesforce admin at the University of Iowa in our Tippy College of Business. Um, I supervise a team of one. I started out as a solo admin and a couple of years ago, we added another admin and that has been awesome. We started working with Salesforce in 2014, went live in 2015 with recruiting and admissions for our graduate programs and have kind of gone through a few different projects since then, which we'll get into in a little bit. Um, so I've been working with Salesforce for quite a while and it was definitely an accidental admin story in the sense that I didn't know much about Salesforce. We had a CRM that we were using for admissions, and I was a director of one of our study abroad programs, but I had worked in admissions previously for our part-time graduate programs. And our dean came and said, hey, I really want you to lead this project. And I said, well, I've kind of got a full-time job here. Um, what does this mean? And for the next year, I um, co-led this project with someone on our marketing team, and we implemented Salesforce for all of our graduate programs, as well as that study abroad program that I worked for. It took about a year off when we hired an admin, and then when she left, I signed up for the role. So I've been full-time admin for about four years now. So yeah, did I cover that it is, all? 
You covered it all. That awesome. is amazing. Wow. Uh, a solo admin. I, lo I love when I hear that um, because there's so much out there that I'm sure everyone wants to talk to you about. So very <laughs> exciting. And we will. We will today. So uh, awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that you worked in like study abroad. I didn't realize that. That's really cool. Yeah. And prior to higher ed, I was in uh, Target. I was an HR manager at Target. So I've been involved in, I like to say I love people and processes. So my goal is process efficiency, but making people hopefully enjoy their jobs a little more. So let's learn a little bit more about the Tippy College of Business. Tell us a little bit about um, the department, how big it is, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So primarily right now we support our graduate programs. So we have 27 different types of applications in our system. And by applications, I mean admissions applications. Um, we have about 5,000 students in our college and that's, we're in Iowa City, Iowa. So you hear University of Iowa, Iowa City, Iowa, lots of Iowa's in there. Um, right now we are the only place on campus that heavily uses Salesforce. So we also have some other colleges that are interested such as our College of Education and Public Health. They've started to get in. So we've kind of served as a resource for them. And our university is very heavily looking at Salesforce for their advancement needs. And hopefully, fingers crossed, I'm hoping we'll go university-wide at some point for a CRM because we definitely need that. But um, so yeah, Tippy's kind of a front runner on campus for us with Salesforce. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's 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 always fun to see that growth and uh, and people aspire to doing this enterprise-wide and it's happening and it's going to happen and, and it's exciting. So uh, Brandel, hopefully you'll not be a solo admin when you get that big, because you're going to need, you're going to need more support. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so speaking of support, what kind of use cases are you supporting today there as a uh, Hawkeye? Yeah. So mostly uh, recruiting and admissions has been our biggest uh, support as well as Pardot. And while we've been in Salesforce for six years and recruiting admission has been our biggest focus, we did a pretty big changeover and spent almost a whole year starting from scratch. So we moved out of a managed package into a brand new org, again, started with the empty slate, moved to EDA and Lightning, which did not exist when we started, and moved to Pardot at the same time. So that was a really large project that we implemented a couple of years ago. And then we're currently adding in things like alumni relations, um, moving a lot of database information into that from our foundation, as well as our entrepreneurial center. They have just a spreadsheet right now. So that's really challenging for them. And then moving in some of our departments, our Dean's office database and different lists that they have. Those are kind of our big um, projects at the moment, just getting a lot of data in right now. Yeah, no, it's a, it, it's funny when you said like, they just have a spreadsheet. It's like, oh yeah, the original CRM was a spreadsheet, right? <laughs> yeah, and they call it a database. So every time uh, we talk to them, they're like, it's our database. I'm like, well, it's a, it's a spreadsheet with a lot of details that are, um, so it's, yeah. So they're really, we show people Salesforce and what it can do and everyone gets really excited. Um, so we have to kind of slow them down a little bit and remind them that, you know, we, we have a lot of people that have a great reason to get into the system. So we're having to prioritize that. And since it's just two of us, we aren't able to mm -hmm. knock it out quite as quickly as we would prefer sometimes. Yeah. I remember when I started at Michigan and I had kind of the same, like, okay, I guess we'll just do this. Uh, we had this really complicated Google spreadsheet that had like 17 tabs across the bottom that all represented 
different stages. And so like when you moved a stage in the applicant cycle, we moved you to a different tab. Anyway, this Ouch. is bringing back all kinds of memories. I know, right? Yeah. At the time, I was so proud of it, but oh my gosh, did I make that more complicated than it needed to be. Mm -hmm. Anyway, by the way, Frank said Hawkeyes and it reminded me, do you guys have a mascot? Like, is there actually a- Of course, Herky the Hawk. Herky the Hawk, yeah. Herky so, the Hawk, yeah. that is amazing. He's the okay. Hawk and he's um, you know black and gold and Herky. I don't really know his story, but he's been our mascot for a very long time. He's changed his look and his image a little bit, but we've had Harky a long time. Oh, that's awesome. But then we have the Tiger Hawk too as our logo. Oh. So we have a little, okay. Harky's not necessarily a logo. We have the Tiger Hawks. Right. He's just the, like he dresses up at like football Correct. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So that's really interesting. You've got a team of two there. And I'm wondering if, if there's two of you, how do you decide who gets to do what? Tell us a little bit about how you break things up between you and your other staff member. So we have a object that we created, actually used to be on the app exchange, but it was a change request process. And we call it ask an admin or AAA. So whenever anyone needs anything, they fill out a AAA request and we can help them with anything like adding a user, something as small as that to building a dashboard and they can upload files and it allows us to kind of chatter back and forth to the users if we have questions. They can even report just future enhancements there. They can report training needs, anything they want that they need us. And it allows us to then kind of look at it, work together to almost every morning, we'll look at it together and say, okay, you're gonna do this, I'll do this one. And we can chatter back and forth. There's also a section for admin comments. So it allows us to track what do we actually do we can refer back to it when something similar comes up or when questions come up. So it's a great way for us to look together at things. Um, it also allows us to sometimes say, hey, I built it. Can you go test that out for me and um, go back and forth in our, our correspondence? And most of the time, um, I'm kind of a little more senior in the role. So if usually my admin, Sam, will tackle something and if she needs help, she'll holler. But for the most part, um, she's kind of a great reports and dashboards guru. I tend to focus more on the application piece. Um, when it comes to data cleaning, we'll work together on what needs to be done and then we'll kind of break out and tackle the actual um, work itself. Um, but we, we are in constant communication via either IM or phone calls or Zoom meetings. Um, we, we definitely work really well together. We also use Trello to track a lot of our projects and um, kind of our roadmaps out there. We have a few different boards for the different pieces and it allows us to keep all of our to-do lists running. Um, we also use Wiki for all of our technical notes, so we can go and refer to some of the things that we want or some of the training needs of our team. Um, and we do have a couple of developers that work in our IT group, but they are not Salesforce developers and they're not part of our team. They're more of a, hey, we have this one piece we'd like you to take a look at for us. Mm -hmm. um, so we do get to thankfully use some of those skills, um, but they're not part of the Salesforce team and they're, they're definitely more of an as needed basis. Okay, that is awesome. Also, all kinds of puns with AAA. Like, I need roadside assistance. I need, yes. like, I'm just like, yes, you got your Salesforce insurance group. <laughs> yes, and we, we got that idea from actually a user group we attended, an Eastern Iowa user group. So it's not a higher ed specific one, but someone at a different company has asked, and I'm in AAA. And we thought, well, that's great. So we had a call with her. She showed us what she does. And we um, took some of the ideas from that, including the name. And it's, it's been a really good, um, it used to just be called change requests, which was really boring. So oh, AAA, AAA is a lot more fun to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so AAA is a lot more fun to tell people when we're training them, you know, if you ever need us, here's AAA and you just contact us this way and we can get back to you through that, that yeah. system. So 
There's something. And remind me, AAA, ask an admin, right? Ask an admin, yeah. Love it. So tell us a little bit about what's on the roadmap for you guys. So you and your your team of two there, uh, what are you guys Mm -hmm. working on? (laughs) Yeah, so we're currently working on um, some of the data moves, but adding in um, corporate relations and placements for our grad program has been one thing we're kind of in the middle of right now. We're also working on a project for, um, we call it our faculty records, essentially. So AACSB has all kinds of data needs about faculty publications and staff development. So we're working on a way to build a community that our staff, faculty, and eventually alumni can go to to enter in all this data for us. So we, And we're also going to use that for our web directory profiles. So we'll pull that data into the website. So that's one of the large things we're working on. Um, executive education is probably going to be moving in soon. And we have kind of a long list of ideas that are on that roadmap. Um, some of them are smaller, like you know, tracking software and hardware and when we order and who the connections are. So some smaller projects, but the big ones right now are definitely faculty, alumni, and career services. We're kind of dubbing it all engagement. So it's a really large um, project that involves lots of things and we're just kind of phasing them little pieces in as fast as we can. I love that you're setting that foundation, right? So that you are setting a foundation so that you can service the various constituents of the department, which will become various constituents of the university. Uh, and by setting that foundation, you'll be able to grow that, right? And onboard others. And uh, soon uh, there and later, it is going to go enterprise. I, I have faith. It sounds like yeah. that's the direction you're headed. That's, it definitely is. That's great. That's exciting. Um, I, I know you mentioned corporate relations, so I'm going to kind of switch gears a little bit, unless you want to share more about your roadmap. No, that's that's fine. All right. Let's go well, ahead and switch it up. Let, let's talk corporate relations, though, a little bit. You said corporate relations, and I know that there was a great presentation at Summit that we just had a few days ago, um, and um, it was brought to us by our higher ed advisory council members, which we are all members of here. Uh, and uh, so uh, did you attend that session? And uh, as, a, as a result of you wanting to move in that direction, just kind of wondering what your thoughts are in Summit in general or even that session. Yeah, I wasn't able to attend that one because I was in another roundtable, but I do have a long list of sessions I want to go watch. So thankfully, most of them were recorded. And um kind of corporate relations is one I want to look at more and then also advancement alumni sessions. Um, but yes, I went to summit. It was a great time. Um, not quite the same as in person, of course, but it was, you always learn so much and make a lot of great connections. And I have a whole you know list of notes and ideas from the sessions that I either facilitated or was able to attend. That's great. Haley, how about yourself? I did go to that corporate relations session. Well, I guess I know I watched it after yesterday because we're (laughs) we are actively at Smith looking at corporate relations and I wanted to see a couple of things, but man, that was a great session. So shout out to Carrie Marcinkevich from um, Penn State, from Dean Ernzen at Notre Dame. Uh, and Amjad, uh, who's at Tulane, right? Tulane is where Amjad is. So anyway, it was a really good session Um, and they talk all about reports and metrics and anyway i loved it um i, I was at a lot of round tables what, what was that brando i can't wait to watch it, it sounds oh, great it's really good and also they i think there were a couple of screenshots in there like it was it was pretty solid uh and if you haven't read the trailblazer guide for corporate relations yet that's also a really helpful handy guide we'll try to include that in our um uh in our recap of this episode um just so that it's linked there 
Um, I loved Summit. I mean, I, I was so excited, like all the build up to it. It's my favorite event, but obviously not being in person is really hard. Um, but I had a really great time with the keynotes. I thought it was great to hear about all the product updates. Uh, you know, we are actively looking at spreading this across the enterprise here at Smith. And so uh, I don't know if we'll be advisor link customers. I don't know if we'll be admissions uh, connect customers, but I'm just excited about in general, all, all of the things that are happening with Education Cloud. Uh, and of course, I mean, Michelle Obama was on there and uh, I, I was actually on the screen right before her. I don't know if anybody caught that, uh, but you know, we shared the stage, which was pretty cool. <laughs> what about you, Frank? What did you really love about Summit? Uh, you know, I, I started off with the main stage, which is always very fun and exciting. Um, so did that and that got me all pumped up and riled up. And, you know, I was also able to facilitate a couple of the roundtable sessions and um, the format of the roundtables in a virtual environment was a little bit different this year, um, and, I, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the fact that we were able to hear within one session from the industry solutions folks at uh, .org uh, at Salesforce, and then we were able to hear from a customer uh, and get a little bit about their use case and their presentation, and then still be able to do some roundtable discussions. I know that the numbers were limited this year um, and might have been a drawback for some, but overall the format I thought was was great because you kind of got a three for one uh, out of out of a round table. You got to hear from .org, you got to hear from a customer, and you still got to collaborate with your uh, colleagues. So I thought that was great and I thought that was a great format. So uh, enjoyed that very much. So and now looking forward to doing that, but doing that in person, hopefully in the near future. Definitely. Yeah, and even though it was virtual, I feel like we still had a chance to network. Um, I did watch a presentation on a school that's doing some things with faculty data. So what we're interested in and I connected with them and we already have a time set up to kind of exchange some ideas. And then in some of the round tables, I met some people that had some questions that we might be able to help them out with. So we've already made some connections and it's great to, to do that even in a virtual environment. Yeah, I think oh, that is fantastic. It's all about that networking, right? At a lot of at a lot of at a lot of these conferences, it's all about that networking. And I'm glad that people are still doing that and finding a way to do that virtually, and actually being able to connect much quicker than they would have, uh, you know, uh, if they would have been traveling, for example, right? And then you come back and you're you're exhausted and you're trying to get caught up and you get wrapped up in work. But you know, if you're doing this virtually within a matter of seconds, you can send out that email. And like you said, you already have an appointment schedule. So mm -hmm. fantastic. Exactly. Do you remember from in-person sessions, you'd come home with like the stack of business cards? <laughs> oh man, I do kind of miss finding random business cards in like my suitcases. <laughs> I will miss that. But you know, I did get lots of, lots of good, you know, uh, conversations going. LinkedIn, you know, um, is obviously the place where I was connecting with most people after, but um, one of the other things about Summit this year, so I was a, a presenter, which was, it's been a while since I've presented at one of these events, and I got to do a combo session with Carrie Otto from University of Minnesota, from Florence Perotti, uh, University of Miami, and Ryan Clemens from Huron, and it was really fun. Uh, being a presenter in the portal was really interesting because you were like live streaming your own session uh, in a Zoom that like we were in. It was It was actually really like 
technology wise kind of fascinating of like all the different things that they had moving but anyway all of that is to say i loved the platform <laughs> that we were using this year because people could upvote questions and so we were we were waiting for the q a kind of at the end of our session and we could see you know what everybody wanted to hear which was really cool i think we had like 20 some questions asked uh and some of them had up to like 11 votes so um, anyway, that was a really cool way just to kind of see the behind the scenes of that. But if you want to check out our session, uh, we were called like three, two, one, uh, something about three universities, uh, two months and a one-stop approach. So if you want to check that out, I think on a future episode, we're going to be talking about some of the questions that were generated from our session. So good times. <laughs> good times. Good times. <laughs> Um, well, so I think uh, we're going to round into one of our last questions here. So what is uh, one of the, the things or the activities that's kept you sane uh, during the pandemic? Well, there's a couple, I think, that come to mind. One is just yoga pants and comfy, <laughs> comfy pants. Um, it's been great to be able to just kind of get up in the morning and work comfortably and um, work in my own home and um, just just feel really at ease while we're getting a lot done. And then I think the other thing is I really love hot tea. So in the mornings, I always start my kettle as soon as the kids are gone. So my three kiddos go to daycare or school and then I turn on the tea and it's kind of my way of starting the morning fresh and checking emails. And we have a little Amish community nearby where I can buy kind of specialty teas where they're just the leaves and they flavored them different ways. So I have a lot of different flavors and pick something every morning. And it's, it's just kind of a nice way to, to start in a really relaxed way for tackling whatever's coming up that day. Oh, I love that. That's really nice. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's, it's been great having all the necessities and um, comforts of home around us during this. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I don't think we should give up the yoga pants when we go back. I say this is just, this is, we're not going back from this point. Can you call we'll my boss, please? <laughs> right? uh, yeah, we do have a kettle in the office because my assistant, Admin, and I are both tea drinkers. So um, we have a kettle in the office and we'll keep that going while bringing our tea leaves, I guess. <laughs> I like it. That's awesome. <laughs> I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of, uh, folks that need uh, their bosses to be talked to. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll change the world here. Mm -hmm. uh, that's great. Well, I love it. Tea time with Brandel. That's yeah. what uh, I, uh, we, we can look forward to. But. Um, so I think that the only other thing I was going to ask for some of our listeners were um, about some of your tips and tricks for ways that you learn about Salesforce. So sounds like user groups and um, you know, uh, reaching out to others. And it sounds like you're making all kinds of friends and networking, <laughs> but do you have any other resources? If somebody is a solo admin or a really small team, what are some of the resources you use? Yeah, well, I would say definitely what you already mentioned. So when I first started as a solo admin, and again, no one on campus was doing Salesforce, so I had no one to communicate with. Um, I found the community power of us have really, really helpful to get just throw ideas out and see how people responded. I joined the office hours, higher ed office hours quite a bit because it was a great way to just absorb information. Even if it wasn't something we were working on currently, it allowed me to kind of take some notes or ideas for the future. Um, I also really love the user group meetings, whether it's a higher ed one or a local one. Um, all of those are really valuable for just soaking up any information you can. And then of course, Trailhead, um, any information you want there. The EDA documentation is always something I like to refer to. 
Um, I just love that Salesforce has so many resources there, almost overwhelmingly so many, um, but you can always find an answer, which is really great. Thanks, Brendel. You know, it's been a fun episode having a conversation with you, learning a lot from you, learning a lot from uh, University of Iowa, and I'm sure that the folks have a lot of other questions for you. Um, so how are our listeners able to connect with you uh, after uh, our episode today? Yeah, I'd say definitely in the Power of Us Hub is a great way to just message me in there or LinkedIn are the two things I'd probably check the most often. Um, one thing I didn't mention earlier is we do use the easy open source application for all of our um, admissions application. We've been using it for two years. So that's one of the things that I frequently answer questions about or do demos about. So if anyone has questions about that, their LinkedIn and Power of Us Hub are certainly quick ways to find me. Nice. Do you want to tell us about Easy really quick? We can we can we can add that. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So Easy is an open source tool that the community built, um, I believe, with a grant from Salesforce.org. And they kind of built this really nice way, and it's free, which is great, and open source code. And it's a great way to build any sort of application or form that you want to. And our budget's pretty low, so it was kind of the right tool for the job for us. And it allowed us to build applications and questions and requirements and checklists. There's also an admission review component and it lets us build all of that through data, not code. So it's really great for admins. Um, it's allowed us to really streamline some of our processes and ask unique questions if we need to, but then ask similar questions in other places and really enabled us to just be really um, flexible with what we're building. So it's, it's been really a great tool for us. And again, a free tool. So we can't beat that. Great. Well, thank you. And thanks everybody for listening. And thanks again, Brendel, for sharing your story with us and your time with us. And uh, for those listeners out there, please uh, like, listen, and subscribe. And until next time. <laughs>